T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There's a huge, huge murder case that's made national news in Massachusetts it's out of Cohasset. If you don't know the geography, it's on the south shore of, of Boston. Very, very wealthy town for the most part. Tony, right on the water. Close to Boston, you can grab, you know, like the ferry to get into the city if you work in the city. Some beautiful, massive homes. And Brian Walsh is accused of murdering his wife, Anna, and then disposing of the body. And it's sort of, A, it's, a, it's just a scandalous story, if true, and B, it's, you know, I mean, the Fotis Dulos story here with this awful murder of his then wife and that his subsequent suicide and all the, you know, it's sort of, there are there are strains of, of similarities in some ways to the story. And I always like to go to Michael Coyne, Dean of the Massachusetts School of Law here on Brian and Company. Good morning. Happy New Year, Mr. Coyne. Uh, good morning, Brian. How are you? How are you doing? Everything good? Everything is terrific. Everything is terrific. Good. I hope you and your family are well. Listen, this story is really disturbing. I, I, I have a lot of questions. I guess my my first one is that when you arrest him for misleading investigators, I mean, is that just they try to find something credible to keep him while they can get enough evidence to charge him with murder? Yes, that was the idea was to hold him now. Uh, to gather his fingerprints, to give them time to gather the additional evidence. Once he misled them about his whereabouts on a, the, the day after the murder, and as it turned out, he was at Home Depot buying over $400 worth of cleaning supplies that would be capable of dismembering and concealing and destroying a body. Uh, that put them on the trail that clearly they had a very... Uh, significant suspect. And so by charging him with that, they're then able to hold him on high bail uh, and keep him there while they go try to gather all the electronic evidence and any DNA evidence that they can uncover. Does it surprise you at this point in 2023 that people in these circumstances don't realize about cameras and computer records and stuff like that? Oh, sure. And if you think about it, I mean, even just on the, the first level, do these people not watch any of the documentaries on Netflix and know that the partner is always the prime suspect? Uh, and whether it's the case in Connecticut or the case here in Cohasset, uh, the first person the, the law enforcement is going to look at is the person closest to them often. And so to not think that everything they do is going to be under a microscope is is surprising uh, that they would commit a crime of such consequences 
and leave such significant digital footprints as well as the DNA evidence that is ultimately going to be uncovered and then prove that actually death occurred. Okay, so that that leads me to to my next question. We're talking with Michael Coyne, dean of the Massachusetts School of Law. You know, and all the, I mean, I all the dramas I watch on TV and movies. You know, this circumstantial evidence, and then well, I don't know what the what what is it? Hard direct ev- direct evidence. Direct evidence. Right. So if they cannot get a body, is how much more difficult is that in terms of getting a conviction? Uh, it makes it more difficult because usually the easiest thing in a homicide prosecution is to prove that someone died, right? I mean, if you think about it, that that is the easiest step. Then you need to prove that the death occurred at the hands of another. But the fact that someone died is almost a given in almost all of our homicide cases. So it is unusual, and that's what I think is intriguing to people about it as well. So can you prove, how do you prove that uh, a homicide, that death occurred in the absence of a, bo- uh, of a body to, to prove it? Well, you do look at what you described as the circumstantial evidence. Is We don't have direct evidence where someone would come forward and say, I saw him shoot her in the head and I saw her fall down. That's, that would be direct evidence. But so then you have to establish it through other means, which is much more um, indirect and circumstantial. But we try cases all the time with respect to circumstantial evidence meaning that you build inference upon inference upon inference uh, to be able to show that someone died at the hands of another. Uh, and it, and it you, works, and you get, con- you, you get convictions doing that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. There's been cases in Massachusetts and uh, elsewhere where you have even absent a body, a no-body case, you've been able to prove murder. We've had a couple up here that were... Uh, really kind of fascinating because of who the the people were that were involved in it. There was a Tufts professor uh, who killed uh, and ultimately admitted to uh, murdering Robin Benedict, although he the, the body her body was never found either. But microscopic portions of her brain were, um, and so they could tie that with the forensic evidence to say a person couldn't live without this portion of their brain. Therefore, she's dead. We had a similar case in Connecticut with uh, the famous Dr. Henry Lee, where the body was actually processed through a wood chipper. Um, and so there was microscopic evidence left. It, it happens. It's rare. But it can, it can, in fact, result in a conviction and sometimes results in a plea because the evidence is overwhelming, overwhelming. as well. Yeah, we, I have two, two significant questions left, and then, and then we'll take it uh, maybe in another direction. We're talking with Michael Coyne, Dean of the Master sure. of Law. People who don't know the case, can you just share you know, one or two pieces of some of the com- compelling circumstantial evidence in this case? Yeah, sure. Uh, the one I think that most people are fascinated by is on the morning where it appears she has been murdered, New Year's Day. He is uh, on Google on his son's uh, iPad uh, making these obscene searches about uh, what's the best way to dismember a body, uh, how long does it take for a body to decompose and smell, how do you avoid that. It, it's just it's so it's simplistic and scary that someone could undertake a murder of someone he loves, the mother of his three children, and then uh, have no plan for how the rest of it then unfolds. 
and then would would simply go to uh, an electronic search yeah. uh, and think that there would be no uncovering of that. They've also found uh, blood uh, evidence both in the home as well as at a couple of the, um, the landfills and the dumpsters, and it appears that the evidence indicates that some of her body was disposed of in dumpsters that was then sent to southeastern Massachusetts, where they have a, a trash-to-energy facility, so that the likelihood is uh, much of her body has at this point been uh, burned uh, at the trash facility. So they may never uncover uh, her, her actual remains, but they will likely already have some of her DNA evidence on some of the evidence and and blood that they've that they've assembled at the various search sites. Yeah, those and the the internet searches. I mean, it's just chillingly sociopathic. I want to ask you oh, then. Sure. Oh sure. Yeah. It, well, motive, right? And so, like, at first is, you know, he's had financial problems. Yep. He's he's done some, he's done some things that are like con artist e. Uh, oh some, yeah. Some say you know this was for life insurance. Others say he he wanted out of the marriage and didn't get a divorce. Do we have any clue as to a possible motive? Well, there it looks. It appears to be in part financial and part and part uh, personal. Uh, she had bought a house in Washington D.C. where her job was that paid her well. He was uh, uh, going to be sentenced to uh, prison for his part in a fraud scheme with respect to art. Uh, there's obviously, uh, by the all accounts, some significant internal uh, differences in their marriage. So she may, it may have been that um, financial, but it may also have been that uh, he knew that she was moving on with her life uh, and that he was uh, making a decision that as opposed to a uh, divorce, which might leave him with very little, that he would uh, take the uh, party's assets. You know, as you pointed out, Cohasset uh, is around here is we call it uh, the Irish Riviera. It right. is a spectacular spot. Yep. Very wealthy, very wealthy people. They had ample means, uh, and obviously he's the type. And he grew up uh, a man of means. His his father was a doctor, um, and so he was uh, he appreciated the finer things in life. And he may just not have wanted his lifestyle uh, to change as a result of the divorce and obviously the personal struggles that they had. She was quite financially successful with respect to her business, which was in Washington, D.C., where she had bought a home. Uh, There's a lot of uh, a lot of reasons why this could have uh, ended as badly as it did. You know, we're out of time, but I, I do have to ask you just quickly, you know, I know it's a job. How difficult is it? for a defense attorney to take a case like this? Uh, um, it is difficult, but remember, uh, as overwhelming as the circumstantial evidence presently appears, uh, the fact is is that in a criminal case, it's you must prove guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, and there may be other evidence that's ultimately uncovered. I mean, an alternative theory is she had enough and she moved on. The, the evidence doesn't indicate that she did so voluntarily at this point. But all you need on a criminal defense jury is, you know, one, one person to hold out and believe in the conspiracy and believe that there's reasonable doubt, and then you live for another day. And criminal defense attorneys oftentimes take cases recognizing 
that what their job really is to do is to protect the defendant against the power of the government, to make sure that the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and all the constitutional protections are there. And I think a lot of criminal defense attorneys find a great deal of comfort in thinking about the case in that manner. Hmm. Michael, always great. Always learn something. I'm glad you're well. Always good to talk to you. You, Same to you, Brian. All right, Michael Coyne. Dean of the Mass School of Law, joining us here on Brian and Company and WTIC News Talk 1080. He's one of my favorites of all time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.